Good morning. There is absolutely no way that the microphone is working right. Is there? Is it working? Are we good? How does it sound? No way that the microphone... Oh, it sounds okay. It sounds okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, for those of you that stuck around through all of the introduction, um, uh, I think someone at some point said, okay, I'm confused what's happening. Uh, it was confusing. So what, what usually happens when we go live, let me talk you through the technical side of our stream <laughs> set before we get into the stream. So we go live with the... Um, with a, a looping animation, which is the starting soon screen. Then when we're about to go live, um, we used to just go straight into the countdown, um, but we were cutting some people off. Some people missed the start of the show. So we have an infomercial video, which is the one that has like Bates and, and Manny and shout out to those guys for being in that, by the way. Um, Legends. So we play that just to give us an extra couple of minutes buffer. And then when that finishes, we jump into the intro video. So I started the infomercial and it got about a minute into it and then just stopped and started again. So I was like, oh, okay. And then it uh, stopped again. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just do the intro. Started the intro. got about a minute into it. Just stopped and started again. I was like, ah! Thankfully, the second time it went all the way through. <laughs> but anyway, if you got to see the intro like a million times on the way into this, we appreciate you still being here. Thank you very much. And if you don't know who we are, my name is Graham. Uh, and this is the man that we call Bihibi. Bonnie Shaggers. <laughs> He's not Rocky Balbiba today, though. He is fully twitched up, though. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. I almost put on my um, my purple Twitch jumper today. I'm, I'm glad we didn't because it looked like we'd have uh, set it up. But I am wearing, for the first time in quite a while, actually, the blue and white ice cream uploads baseball cap, that Dodger style, because I'm wearing mm -hmm. the the Human Race United shirt that Bibby thought was like a, a Turkish market knockoff that had been like melting on the radio. <laughs> it does. So, hey, one of the chat, tell me that that doesn't look like it's been melted on the radiator. <laughs> this, this, yeah. If you haven't He's seen them, uh, yeah. If you haven't seen them before, then it absolutely looks like I've just bought like the what was it the '92 shirt, um, the blue one that's class that was redone. It looks like I'm just wearing a '92 shirt that's that's being drawn in crayon kind of thing. So there you go. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> but anyway, if you're in the chat, please feel free to let us know if you are here. I know a lot of you have already been doing that, which is nice to see. Um, did you all appreciate the, the Christmas jingle intro? It's the first time we've used that this year. So it's the same. The usual intro that sounds absolutely nothing like that. I apologize for the uh, poor, poor attempts at trying to do it there. But with, with snow and jingles, if that isn't Christmas, then I don't know what is. Snow and jingle bells? Yes, please. Uh, but anyway, what are we here for today? Well, myself, Graham, this guy is Babe, and we together are Ice Cream Uploads. And in true Ice Creamy fashion, we are all here for The Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast, even if we do say so ourselves. We're going to give you our thoughts and impressions on the biggest, the best, Thank and the breaking stories from the world of video games and everyone's dropping the hosts already western steel bonsai thank you very much you beautiful people appreciate uh, the hosts this morning thank you very much thank you very much anyway as, as mentioned we're going to give you our thoughts and impressions on the biggest the best and the breaking stories from the world of video games and we want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions and you can share those uh, share those with us live each and every single weekday at usually 10 a.m ish <laughs> uh, so usually we go live at 10 a.m ish and today is very much an ish it's 25 past 11 but it is tuesday that's tuesday's like the full work day so you know some things can slip on a tuesday so it's still ish 11's close to 10 it's right next to it so you know ish <laughs> in fact <laughs> 11 is more 10 ish than being half 10 really i suppose because it's kind of 10 ish thank you for the anyway, ice cream uh chappers thank you very much for the host too appreciate the support already thank you thank you thank you thank you, thank you. anyway we turn this 
live stream that's at 10 a.m. ish into an on-demand video, a podcast on YouTube and an audio podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud and Google Play. So if you are in the chat, please feel free to use your voice. We encourage it. We want to hear from you guys. So get involved. Before we do jump into your voices and the news, though, a couple of bits of housekeeping. Exclamation mark giveaway is no longer needed. I mean, it's still there. We haven't removed it because that would be very, very on the ball with the housekeeping. And we're not quite that on the ball with it, but it's still there. Give me a second. I'll do it. (laughs) Um, There we go. uh, Exclamation mark giveaway is uh, over. We had a giveaway. Thank you very much to 2K, uh, the guys at 2K UK and the guys at Muscle Moose for providing us with a prize package. The winner has been notified. So if you went to that giveaway, check your email. Uh, You you should have an email in your inbox. Nice, 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 nice. Um, We do know who that is. We just don't want a name because if that person doesn't claim, then we'll have to redraw and we don't want to let someone let you know, feel gutted and stuff. But if you miss that, don't worry. There is a chance to enter another giveaway. If you're a subscriber, that is. Uh, that is exclamation mark Cyberpunk. We are giving away a copy of Cyberpunk next Monday. So just six days away, you will know before release that you have a copy of Cyberpunk 2077 on the platform of your choice. Just exclamation mark Cyberpunk in the chat to have a look at that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, anyway, speaking about in the chat, let's jump in and see who we have here so tito was in early good morning tito there you go i'm so confused now right now that was tito that said it i apologize for the uh the the source issue i've never had that i've never had so usually i just click to view the source and the video plays through that's it to the end i don't know why it stopped halfway through but but there you go we got there eventually chappers um using his sword of power as any self-respecting moderating admin would by typing in all caps technical difficulties system failure (laughs) we're all gonna die which we appreciate (laughs) cheers chappers thank you very much (laughs) precision thank you very much for the host as well hey how's things precision are you good are you good uh well good considering sorry to your news the other day but but you know what we still love you so there you go much much love dude hope you're okay um uh, James says, in the words of Charlie Hawtrey from the Carry On Firms, oh, hello. Uh, that's that's exactly how Bibi says that emote, by the way. We just tweak it through the audio powers of OBS to make it sound a bit different. Uh... Hello! <laughs> there we go. I thought, oh, it's just, it's just been RTX, though, something. Yeah, no, no, it's blue screened. Uh, Tito says, you, uh, really, you had to keep pushing it back because Bibi was still putting his face on. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I wake up this fit every morning. Do you know what I mean? All I have to do is my hair doesn't. That's why I wear a hat most days because I can't be asked gel in my hair. But my hair is an absolute tip. Um. Yeah. Same. Same. I. I'm at the length where I'm just. I mean, some days you put on a hat because you think I'm just not going to do my hair today. Some days you put on a hat because you think fuck it. There's no point trying to do the hair today. And I'm at that bit. So. So I need. I need a bit of a trim again. So yeah. Hats a necessity. Uh, Chapa says, I don't think I could have seen that three-minute timer again. You absolutely could. You get to see me dancing away. God. Okay, Graham, roll it again. <laughs> oh, let's see it. Sorry, Chappers. <laughs> uh, 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 Chappa says, he's right. It does look like it's been drawn with crayons and melted. Bibi, uh, it messaged me going, what's happened to the badge? And I said, oh, I left it on the radio for too long. He was like, really? I was like, no, have you not seen them? Uh, these are the, It's the Human Race Collection uh, Pharrell Williams Adidas. So there's, there's a bunch of Adidas kits that have done it. But obviously... You only really pay attention to that if your team is one of them. So United, Real Madrid, or whatever. Outside of that, nah, you're not. It's, it's, nah, nah, nah. Um, Tito says, uh, "How dare you insult anything United?" Uh, exactly, exactly. Uh, are we dropping frames or just me? Uh, I have no record of frame drops. Everything looks good for me. Um, 
Um, Chapa says it's fine there, so I'm assuming it's good. I'm assuming it's good. Uh... You sound okay to me. Nice, nice. Uh, Gagad says my email must have bounced. Uh, it's not you. <laughs> I can tell you it's not you. Um, I just don't want to mention it until till the winner knows. Uh, Chapa says big result. My meeting that usually carves right into this show has been cancelled. Yes, yes, that's what you get. Merry Christmas, Chappers. There you go. First of December. There's the gift for you. Start the month as you mean to go on. Nice, nice. Uh, let's jump into the split screen. There we go. Okay, should we jump into some news? Um, I think we should. Apologies to those of you that may be on the green side of the console wall. We don't have a side um, on Ice Cream Uploads. We tend to favor the blue side just because we have PS5 consoles, but we are very much pro Xbox Game Pass and mm -hmm. all of that jazz. However, today is a very blue show, apart from a little bit of a turnaround at the end. So if you are from the green side of the console wall, feel free to stick around because you might have a little bit of a last laugh as we get towards the end of the show. Uh, speaking of last laughs, if you're after the blue side of the console wars, if you want a PS5, there's not been much to laugh about recently because scalpers and scammers have been absolutely, do you know, shitting all over what should have been one of the best times of the year. But thankfully, eBay uh, has stepped mm. in and has started to take a little bit of positive action towards fixing that. And I need to change my Chrome. There we go. Bring it up. Bush. Um, this is written. Um, by IGN staff, who, I mean, that's the IG, I mean, perfect name for someone that works at IGN. Imagine that, being called IGN staff and writing for IGN. That's incredible. Anyway, eBay condemns PS5 photo scammers is taking action against sellers. Um, so we did cover this last week. You may have seen there was at least one PS5 box that had got up to like 1,550 quid when I last saw it. It could have gone even further. Um mm -hmm. And that was someone just selling the packaging of the PS5, purely preying on the fact that some people might misunderstand, might not be able to read, or as we were speaking about last week, might have some form of difficulties, be that uh, be they don't speak English, they have a learning difficulty, or whatever it is, they didn't comprehend that they weren't buying the console. Um, uh, anyway, people were taking advantage of that. And now finally, eBay have, have got involved. As auction site eBay has condemned scammers listing photographs of PlayStation 5 consoles and has vowed to take action against the sellers and to remove listings. In a statement to Eurogamer, eBay said, we condemn these opportunistic sellers who are attempting to mislead other users. We are in the process of removing all listings for photos of PS5 from our marketplace and will be taking appropriate action against the sellers. These sellers are creating listings that look like they're for PS5 consoles, but are actually just for printed photographs of a PS5. Listings feature titles like Sony, PlayStation 5, Digital Edition, 1TB uh, console, white, brackets, photo. Um, and so while actually disclaiming that they are selling a photograph, the bulk of the name appears like a console listing. Um, at time of writing, there are dozens of these listings across UK and US eBay sites. There are listings being actively bid on, with some current bids being in the multiple hundreds of dollars or pounds. These may be inflated by the scammers themselves in order to, uh, to look more legitimate and fool buyers uh, or simply be genuine bids by fooled buyers. For any purchase, but especially high-priced or in-demand items, buyers should exercise caution and thoroughly read the listing description, said eBay's statement. Buyers who receive an item which is not as described are entitled to a refund via, uh, via our eBay money-back guarantee, provided they complete the transaction on the eBay platform. 
These sellers uh, clearly know the rules of item must be as described, since every listing has photo, picture or image only in their description, and often a line in the listing saying that purchasers will only receive a printed picture. So while these listings do technically abide by eBay's rules, it's good to see eBay planning to take action. The statement is unclear on if those who fall victim can be compens uh, compensated, but the line stating an item which is not as described are entitled to refund suggests not, uh, as all these listings do state that they are photographs. PS5 scams and scalpers have been major issues since the console launch. For more, take a look at other articles that I mentioned within there, but we will stop at that point in time. I mean, this is this is the thing. Uh, this is uh, kind of the, the tricky point there is if you have been missold and misrepresented, you are entitled to get your money back. Absolutely, one hundred percent. But if they do say it's a photo, yeah, and if they do say um, it's an image only or a printout or whatever in the description, technically the item is as described. So that's that's kind mm -hmm. of tricky waters. So I mean, I mean, I am playing a little bit of devil devil's advocate here, leading into that though. So. Are eBay right to jump in and get involved there, babe? Thoughts? I don't know. Like you said, it's a very um, grey area. I mean, ultimately, they're not selling anything that they're not advertising. That's my worry. Like, morally, it's a shit thing to do because they know that people will probably not read the description or have trouble reading or, like you said, or, I don't know. Um but they are selling something that they're advertising. I mean, hopefully, it, the people who are buying them are the people who have, like, you know, the sniping apps and stuff like that. So it'll just bid on anything that's got PlayStation 5 in there. And then it's the, those people who are... I don't like the fact that there's apps that are able to do that because it kind of takes... It's the same people who would have scalped them in the first place because they've got bots set up to try and get everywhere... Um, to, like, to try and mass buy from everywhere. So the people who hopefully would have been getting these are the people who've set up bots to be able to snipe anything that says PlayStation 5 console in the title, and therefore they just played themselves. However, I don't see that being the case in a lot of the cases where they're receiving them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're not really selling anything that's not advertised, but mm, I think they're just playing on the people that aren't looking. Now... There's two ways to look at that. My first way is, well, they're not looking, they're not paying attention. It's kind of serves you right because you're feeding into these people who are in it to make money in the first place. But still, I don't know. I honestly, it's splinters on my ass on this one. I like the fact that eBay are getting involved, but I don't know what grounds they actually can because it's not as if they're not selling anything that's not already advertised. So it's a very difficult line to be able to tow. In an ideal world, the people who would have bought them would have been trying to sell them at face value so everybody gets them that's an ideal world, but we don't live in one of those. It's to try and make as much money as quick as possible at any cost. Yeah. <clears throat> so I really, don't, I really don't know where I sit with this one. Um, I don't have enough information from the people who are selling them to know what their circumstances are. Um, but ultimately, I hope the people who have bought them are the people who have made the bots to try and snipe yeah, the at the very last second. Oh, yeah, I the scalpers have been scalped. Scalpers have been Oh, that'd be incredible. That'd be incredible. Um, uh, Gary says... Um, well, first of all, he said, I wonder if eBay asked the buyers for photo evidence. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Dazlon, by the way. Welcome in, dude. Um, 
Uh, Gary says, buyers haven't got a leg to stand on, as it clearly states. It's a photo. Yes, it's a shitty thing to mm. do, uh, but then they need to read the description and then they won't fall for it. I mean, that's the thing, though. Some people could have read that description and some of them just say image only. Um, and image only in the rest of it, in the rest of the context, isn't always super clear. Um, mm. I had it in the past where I was buying, it was probably about 15 years ago, I was buying season one or season two of prison break um and someone was using words like original copies of the dvds kind of thingy but um he was using the fact that copies is a, a word that has duality in its meaning i i was looking for the original copy of uh the dvds he sent me original mm -hmm. copies of the dvds uh, so i spent like 30 quid to get like four blank shitty printed dvds in plastic wallets without even covers it's like it said it as the article says it says original copies mate uh yeah well anyway ebay didn't fucking take too long to go uh that's uh copyright mate you're not yeah. allowed to copy that so you can give me money back no problem but he was still trying it so i've i've had people trying to be shitty with their wording so whilst the buyers technically technically aren't doing anything and that's where all the legal shit falls down uh, ebay might want to go in and do the right thing and we're talking the right from an ethical standpoint ethics as we've said quite a few times over the past few weeks different conversations ethics and law are different things the legality of something and whether something is morally or ethically right is not the same thing which is which is a shame but that's just uh, that's ideology um, uh, versus reality. Something, some, yeah. something that you want from an ideal situation isn't necessarily what you're going to face in a day, daily situation. I would like to see, though, um, if eBay are serious about this, I would like to see them make some visual changes around it. And when I say visual, I don't mean like be seen to do stuff. I mean make actual functional changes. So if I'm listing a console... Uh, for sale on eBay it, to speed up the process you can go through what is this item is it a console is it a da -da -da -da? and I could choose a PS5 and it'll uh, save it in all of the normal structuring stuff which is fine that's nice and useful and it's helpful and that if the article is listed as a PS5 console uh, it, uh, that printout is listed as a console when it's not a console it's not even a gaming accessory it's a picture so you'd it should be listed under art in that sort of respect so if it's listed as a console okay that's not good enough that's that's misleading it does say printout only but it's also listed as console so I want my money back yeah fine okay give the money back 100% do, uh, do that but i think ebay needs to make something like almost like a big flashing red image that pops up that says warning this is not a console so if someone has then read the article say 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 i have there was a conversation this morning between arms of atlas and ed sutton um, on social media they were talking about this article um and ed sutton says he has severe dyslexia so he has to read an article and reread the article again um uh, uh no read a read a listing and then reread the listing again just to make sure that it is what he thinks it is but even then on ebay still taking it with a pinch and has a bit more safety around it because she, people can be shits so some people will read the article some people will apply all of their logic and sense to it but some people just can't glean the fact that image only or whatever isn't isn't i mean that 
tiny crappy little bit of the word at the end is what the whole thing revolves around. Some people can't pick that out. Yeah. So, so if eBay are serious about cracking down on it, have something that's, that has, even if it's not a big flashing thing, but has a, a clear warning, like some iconography, a, a simple symbol checking system that says mm-hmm. not a console. And if the buyer has in any way input in that listing online, tick the box that shows up, ting, green, this is a console. Red, this is not a console. Like almost traffic light kind of thing. Maybe not traffic lights, but the logic behind it. So that way, if the buyer has has listed it in a way that that hits the green traffic light system or something like that, maybe not that, but if it, if it says console and then it's not a console, the buyer's at fault. You've It's... it's undeniably the buyer's fault there even if it says in the description you're still misleading i'd like to see something like that well this isn't just this isn't just for consoles obviously it's the consoles have highlighted it because it's the hot item to buy this christmas or this holiday period this would have been for anything over the years it's just been magnified a billion times because of the amount of people that are getting scammed by it this would have been for the xbox 360 back in the day would have been well, obviously, it wasn't been for the Mega Drive because eBay wasn't knocking around then. But uh, ever since eBay was created, there would have been missold items all the way throughout. It could just be Pokemon cards are making a comeback now. Someone somewhere will be buying an empty box of Pokemon cards because that's what's been listed. And it would have said it in the description, but away from all of the things that it would have that, that they don't want you to see. So brand new box, uh, vintage from 1993 or whatever, but in mint condition. And then at the very bottom, uh, this box is empty. All item cards removed. But yeah. people will be buying it because it's exactly the same thing. Like it's something that people want at this very moment. But you obviously you want the console, not the box. But it's just people are that excited to try and potentially see that they could be getting their hands on one that they're just misreading or just not reading it entirely. And that's how they're getting around it. But if the if if eBay are clamping down on just the just the consoles. That for me is still missing the point entirely. Like, it's fair enough, it's still up to the buyer. It's entirely up to the buyer to read the description entirely. Don't get giddy because you think that you're going to get one for half the price or for face value because it ain't going to happen. Like, things like that at this moment in time, unless it. I've seen one post, and it's the one that I mentioned last week about someone buying one for the brother, but they're falling out, so they're selling it for face value. That is the only genuine post that I have seen either on Facebook Marketplace or eBay or Gumtree or whatever it is. Uh, that you can buy stuff from that is the only genuine one everyone else is trying to sell them for a profit at this moment in time if it's too good to be true it usually is remember that this holiday season because you are going to waste a fuckload of money on absolutely nothing and the chances of you getting your money back are as thin as i am it goes back to like about 20 years ago there was a big thing on ebay and it was probably one of the first ebay scams of people selling um a cool little gadget that will cut all of your electric bills in half instantly Mm -hmm. Uh, so people were like, okay, my electric bill is about 100 quid a month-ish. I don't know. I'm just picking numbers out of my ass, the round numbers. Okay, <laughs> £100 a month, and this thing to cut all of my bills in half is 4 Five quid, and I can save myself 50 quid? Yes, please. So people were doing it, uh, sticking fiber down. And this person had like um, a list of a 1,000 of these gadgets, sold all, every one of these gadgets uh, at £5 each, a 1,000 of, £5,000 made. Uh, this little envelope drops through the door from eBay. People are like, fuck yes, I'm going to kill all my, uh, cut all my electric bills in half. Yeah, open it up and it's a pair of scissors. <laughs> Literally, you can yeah. cut all of your bills in half with that. Fuck, it's like, oh. It's, I mean, that's only a fiver. That's fine. It then went further though. People were charging like 100 quid. Uh, it was 100 yeah. quid, yeah. It's, it's more than you, you, it's your first month. 
but after two months, that's it. Uh, all your, uh, you're cutting all your bills in half. I mean, they didn't say that, but people took that sort of logic, thinking, okay, 100 quid. Then you're, you're 100 quid times 1,000, 100,000. Oh, boom. So these guys were making absolute incredible money, and then eBay had to step in. And it's technically true. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's, it's, it's the misleading purchase. I mean, this is where you do step into the legal gray areas, though, because... Um, eBay is private sales, uh, but anything that you purchase, if you purchase something online, that's uh, classified legally as a distance purchase and you have 14 days to yeah. get your money back as, a, as an online consumer. Um, so that sort of stuff, I mean, that kind of almost needs to be, I mean, it's circumvented by eBay's system. It kind of almost needs to be considered in some, some sort of way. If it's not an ethical purchase, then can can you then go through that sort of distance selling i mean that opens up a fresh can of worms though because what if i bought something i'm just a dickhead online and i just think actually do you know what i'm not asked or i've damaged it and gone oh yeah oh no so it's an unethical i want my distance purchase regulations mm -hmm. to get my money back people will just start using it when it's not kind of thing so maybe that's not the right way but but ebay could do something to protect because they are they have this system the responsibility does sit on them to allow people to not exploit and be toxic within that yeah. system people will always find a way to be twats but eBay mm -hmm. should minimize it where possible and it's clearly a problem so they should be able to um, step in there. at this moment in time though buying off ebay uh if you want a new next gen console just don't go into facebook marketplace like facebook marketplace is very good for buying buying secondhand things that people no longer want like golf clubs or video games or something like that don't be buying your next-gen consoles that are fresh off the press from anything but reputable stores. And newsflash, eBay is not a reputable store, so, so, uh, store when it comes to this stuff. Buy them from Game, from Amazon, from places that Curry's, places that you know are going to be fresh out the box and coming straight from straight from Sony or Microsoft to these stores to be sold as brand new consoles. Do not buy them secondhand. Fair enough, you may end up missing them this Christmas, but I'm telling you now, saving yourself 550 quid for a picture of a console is a lot better waiting a month's time than trying to get one now. And that that is just the long and short of it. Don't, don't I know you're probably trying to rescue your kids Christmas or you're trying to rescue like your own sanity of trying to get hold of this console but believe me it's just not worth it wait very curries amazon game um shop two the game collection all of these places especially if you're in the uk these places will be trying to get you a console fresh off the press sign up to their newsletter sign up to their email uh, notifications sign up to anything that you can to try and get a console as soon as they're available do not please do not try to go to facebook marketplace at ebay or gumtree to try and get hold of these otherwise you're just <clears> making yourself an absolute dick i mean you, as you, well you as losing a lot of money. can do that you can go to facebook marketplace and, and and ebay and things like that we wouldn't recommend it but you could in theory still find someone on facebook that's not ripping the ass out of someone but even then don't send you money go yeah. pick i mean Obviously, social distancing. Don't see anyone that you don't have to anyway. Um, but uh, forgetting social distance stuff aside, 
pick it up in person, check it, have a demonstration, pay cash, make sure that you have a good course of recompense. You know where they live, you know how to get your money back, should it all go wrong, and all of that bullshit. Um, all of the stuff that Gumtree and co would say, do stuff in person and pay cash rather than paying online because uh, you'll get the phone jacker George Adadwadwengo kind of things where it's like, yeah, I'm just going to send you 10,000 Ugandan dollars if you just want to send me the uh, the PS5 and then, then, yoinkin, it's not, fuck, it's all gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, they are still viable options, but as Bibi says, the, the chances of them being a, a, a solid first port of call, one that's not going to either leave you fleeced or whatever now, is very, very slim. The chances yeah. that you are probably going to be rinsed. Um, Tito says, some have specs of the console... Oh, as soon as I said that, it pops out the top of the chat. Uh, some have specs of the console listed. Uh, that would be misleading. If they say photo and make no reference to specs, then yeah, technically it's on the buyer, uh, but it's damaging to eBay brand. Exactly. I mean, see, that I'm on board with. I'm on board with that, Tito. Um, if you're talking specs, surely you should be telling me about uh, the the caliber of the paper. I mean, uh, paper. I mean, what size are we talking? A four? How many millimeters is that length and width? I mean, uh, what is it? I mean, I, I can't remember any of the technical terms from working alongside print teams previously. But I mean, tell me all the intricacies about the fibers within the paper. If you want to talk tech specs, then that's what you should be talking about. If you're telling me that it's a uh, um, an 895 gigabyte console with a, a, a hard drive and an SSD and a disk drive and a blah, 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 then, then yeah, that is just, you are blinding me. That is the illusion. That's like an, a magician saying, hey, hey, look at me. Look at this hand. Yeah, look at this hand. Yeah, look at all the things it does with the flashing lights. And then I keep looking at the hand. And what you don't see is the other hand's doing something else. It's yeah. that, it is misleading in that sense. Uh, so I do, I do I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, it's, there, there's the there's the trade-off legality wise. Um, do you know? I don't even know actually. I don't even know. Thinking with all of that considered on paper, if if you say it's just paper, um, then the law would say, well, it, it's it's clear. But it, yeah, it's the fact that there's pictures of other stuff. It's the fact that it's got unnecessary extra information about a product that is only being photographed. You don't need that sort mm-hmm. of information. If you buy a picture of Mona Lisa. Um, they're not going to say Mona Lisa sat there in a, a black dress that's actually 78% polyester, uh, 12% nylon, and the rest cotton. Uh, you can see there is a white trim. It's actually not uh, bright white. It's actually uh, magnolia white. Uh, and they don't go into the detail of what she's wearing and how that's manufactured because it's a picture. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I agree. It is there to be misleading, is there? I mean, I think in reality, in the court of law, a, a, a suitable judge might go, um, yeah, actually, there is a lot of misleading going on in that, so we'll just throw mm. this out. That said, I mean, you have to go to a fucking proper sitting through judge that's going to go through all that to get to that reality when it's low level stuff like that. It'd be just like that. <laughs> it's fine. It says what it is. Fuck off. So, yeah. <laughs> eBay getting squash it. Job's good. Bush. Uh, how long till we get lawyer ads and cold calls? Have you been sold, uh, missold a PS5 instead of PPI? <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, just just like loads of people on on like ITV two mid daytime with combo face. Uh, it was going to be a really nice Christmas in the house, and then the PS five was actually a brick. <laughs> just like there's a camera pans down to a brick just on the floor. A kid crying. <laughs> uh, image turns to black and white as the mum and dad look sad. <sighs> Have no fear. <laughs> I see you. Law is here. Um, <laughs> Thomas Adam, morning lads, good morning, dude. Welcome in, welcome in. I thought you were better than that, Graham. Unsubscribe. Is that me falling for the uh, uh, 
listing. To be fair, to give credit to me, some of the listings are really good in terms of like really clever in the way that they hide the truth inside the rest of the stuff. This one was just someone that was blatantly selling you the DVDs and just had the word genuine copies um, in one line of it. The rest of it was pictures of the DVDs, boxes and, and, and everything, the inserts and so on. Um, so that's why I got my money back straight away. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, if it had been a better faker, then yeah, maybe not. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, eBay needs to add more to stop this shit from happening. It's basically the same for years. And although eBay say they are against stuff like this, it still seems they don't want it uh, as it's bad public, as it's bad publicity. But they want it as it's more traffic and sales. Yeah, that's the thing though. The thing they need to be aware of is whilst it is better in getting traffic and sales, what that does is puts you off for the future if ebay becomes known as a place for scammers and and fraudulent knobheads then you just you'll you'll stop going there and yes they will still keep churning money over but their profit margins will start to drop and if if i don't know how ebay is operate if it's a company that has shareholders that will start to have an impact before the company goes bust completely so every missile customer now is a customer lost in the future potentially so yeah it's not just a bad publicity it's the potential for lost uh, bottom line as well going forward it increases your bottom line in the short term it's a very short term view to just maximize sales so it's something that i would see them wanting to be on top of particularly with them being a very like forward thinking ideological company in silicon valley kind of thing i'd expect them to be i mean any company that's called ebay because it's based in the bay area should be forward thinking and shouldn't be about ripping the shit out of you um uh, it's the same with the shit from hong kong oh look the last of us two for five pound results oh po po uh, postage packaging is 45 quid i had a mate at uni, uni that did that he bought himself um a digital camera and like the spec on it was incredible and he's like it's literally 7.99 it's 7.99 no one else has bid it's just me 7.99 yes and he won it and i remember being sat there in the library um trying to attempt to do one of my uh uh um essays clearly not probably just playing fucking i don't know tennis on the bbc sport website or whatever when they used to have a little wimbledon game anyway you know proper working hard and he was like oh <laughs> shit so i was like what he's like the fucking delivery is like 110 quid it was like what he's like yeah okay, i see it now and that was when delivery used to be no charge on it ebay you only used to take the fees off of the product and not the delivery so you got a lot of that stuff it happens less often now but it still does happen um, I have to do the same being dyslexic. I read the description three or four times. Then if I'm still not sure if I've understood, I just leave it. Uh, so I've both pof uh, possibly avoided a scam or missed a deal. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. More often than not, um, if you... Um, if you have something that's too good to be true, as Bibi says, the, 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 on, the, the long coin phrase, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. It probably is. Dazlon! Uh, says uh, stuff. I don't know what that says. Do you know what? I could, it's the first time I get to use this though. Exclamation mark English. Bosh. Yay. Um, I've seen him in output in in PUBG streams before. Yeah, I know. Lad, he's just a Russian lad, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think, I, I, think I spoke to him in Russian. Um, I was. He was asking me something. I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what it was. He said something in Russian, and I said, I said it. I don't know if I pronounced what he said. I can't quite remember. What did you say? I mean, was Privet? Was that? Was that? Was that? I can't remember. I can't remember. But yeah, we did. We did set up a, an English thing uh, just because. Yeah, we did have a few other people. But but yeah, obviously, 
Um, I mean, that looks like something about coconuts. <laughs> so I don't know what that means. Uh, but yeah, how's things, Dazzlon? Hope you're good. Hope you're good. Um, so yeah, eBay will be cracking down. I'd like to see how that works out, though, mm-hmm. because as we've all kind of just discussed over the last 20 minutes or so, um, it's it's not going to be easy to do. It's not going to be easy to do. It's, it's There's a lot of grey area. Some of it is very obvious, some of it less so. But hopefully to get it sorted quickly because you know the sooner we get rid of the dicks the better the better anyway uh next news article as mentioned we won't be going too far from the blue side of video games as we stick with the ps5 and not just ebay but all sales in general as uh andy robinson at vgc the article says sources uh ps5 was the uk's biggest ever console launch uh, launch sales far, far exceeded the previous uh, 250k record set by ps4 vgc understands playstation 5 has broken the record for the uk's uh, uk's biggest ever console launch vgc understands according to publishing sources speaking to vgc launch sales for sony's console far exceeded the uk's previous record holder 2013's playstation 4 which sold some 250,000 units in its first 48 hours it means PS5 significantly outsold the launch of Xbox Series X and S in the region, which VGC previously reported had sold around 155,000 units on their first day. The most popular PS5 model at launch was the more expensive Disk Drive Edition, VGC understands, which, like Series X, accounted for around two-thirds of UK launch sales. However, the sales figures come with some caveats. Due to significant supply constraints for both Xbox Series X and S and PS5, the consoles would likely have sold even better if more stock was available. Similarly, any additional stock during the launch window for either Xbox Series X, S or PS5 will almost certainly certainly sell out, especially considering that pre-orders made up the vast majority of current hardware sales, limiting the number of units available to day one buyers. The platform holder which sells most consoles in the coming months will almost certainly be the one which can get the most stock into the market. Sony Interactive Entertainment has uh, so far not shared any sales figures for PS5. However, last week it claimed that globally PS5 had recorded the biggest console launch sales in history, suggesting that it sold more than the 2 million global record previously set by PS4. Sony has previously uh, previously said it expects to sell over 7.6 million PS5 units by the end of the fiscal year on March 31st, 2021, outperforming PS4's launch for the same period. Supply issues are expected to continue for Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 uh, due to the impact of COVID-19. Blah, 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 blah. We understand, we understand, we understand. Okay, fine. PS5 was the UK's biggest ever console launch. Bib thoughts. I would have liked to have seen, I know it's comparing to the last generation as well, but I would have liked to have seen how many of these were pre-orders for the PlayStation 4 compared to the PlayStation 5. So I think this time round, because of coronavirus and the fact that there wasn't that many going to be around and they say that many i mean if coronavirus wasn't a thing this year would they have still would they have sold more or is this uh <clears throat> a sony market employ to try and build up hype to the console so obviously i pre-ordered it you pre-ordered it a lot of the shaggers in the chat have pre-ordered it because that was the only opportunity that they would have been able to get hold of them would I know Asim would love to loved a good midnight launch, so did you, so did Gary, so did some of the other lads in the chat. But if this was available on a midnight launch, would you have gone in to pick it up at midnight? On launch day? Yes. No, because I got it already pre-ordered. Um, yeah. um, 
If Jeff- you have the opportunity, because bearing in mind, pre-ordering it to go and pick up on a midnight launch, it's even then on a PS4, still required you to go in, kind of pre-order it, put a £5 deposit down, and then pick it up. Um, we won't count that as a pre-order. We'll just count that as still picking it up on launch day. There's a couple of caveats that need to be ironed out before I could give an answer. Like, if Would I go and pick it up at midnight? Would I be expecting there to be none left at 9, 10 o'clock in the morning? Okay, that would make me more likely to go. Um, uh, would I uh, be able to put in my reservation to be able to pick it up at midnight, but still yeah. be able to go pick it up at 10 o'clock? If I'd reserved it and it meant that I could either pick it up at, at midnight or go in the morning, then then I'm not too bothered. Uh, I'd, have, mm-hmm. I'd have picked it up in the morning. I wouldn't have necessarily gone for midnight. If there was no reservation and they were probably all going to be gone at Nine ten o'clock in the morning, then then yeah, possibly. I I'm not far from the Trafford Centre, so I could yeah. in five minutes be pretty much uh, ten minutes. I'll be walking through the door of the Trafford Centre. Um, so large shop, lots of stock, probably a shitload of people there. But I I wouldn't be uh, against that, and I'm, I'm usually well past midnight anyway. So yeah, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, a midnight launch is not really like some surprising effort a lot of people that aren't in video games are like you go into a shop at midnight <laughs> it's like literally I'm, I'm sat on my couch playing spider-man for another two hours on top of that so what's the what was the difference <laughs> uh, so yeah it's fine i mean going to a midnight launch in that sort of sense i haven't done it forever um but i wouldn't be against it i wouldn't necessarily that wouldn't be where i'd anticipate me picking my console up it's mm-hmm. um i don't feel the mid, like midnight launches have the same character that they used to have uh, back yeah, in the day it's definitely true. something that's functional for me now um so i wouldn't be against using it as a functional way to get my hands on a ps4 uh, ps5 even but yeah uh, i'm more likely partially because i'm an old man but partially because midnight launches as i mentioned are the same character i'd be more likely to pre-order it and want it to be delivered to my house on day one okay so changing the goalposts mm-hmm. moving them slightly uh, what about if forget about the midnight launch if this was a 10 a.m launch and you can, uh, all the pre-orders have sold out. Okay, there wasn't as many as we've got now, obviously, because of coronavirus. Uh, the majority of them went to pre-orders anyway, rather than day one stock. Pre-orders sold out. They only had 25% available uh, to pre-orders. And you were, you missed out, so you are one of the 75% now that has to try and require a day one purchase at 10 a.m. Would you still be the person that goes up and tries to get in queue for this? Bearing in mind, there is no pre-orders at all, so you can't go into the shop and reserve one. You have to go in and pick it up. Um, yeah, I think I, I think I'd be well on board for that. Ten a.m. Um, I mean, obviously, work and life considered mm-hmm. around it. Let's say they weren't objects, um, then yeah, I absolutely wouldn't be against just just nipping into town, getting there for quarter past nine, grab myself a Starbucks. Get there about half an hour early. Realize I'm already three thousand places too deep, and it's too late. Then <laughs> uh, walk back home with my flat white gutted. But yeah, no, I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be against going and picking one up either. I probably wouldn't do it in in advance enough to make sure that I was first in the queue or or whatever. It depends. I mean, I, I don't know what the the idea is about some midnight launches you could turn up at five to midnight and then the queue would run just performing. Some you could turn up at ten o'clock and and then there'd already be people there with chairs. I mean, obviously, um, there's that. Is he called? Zohair Bali, maybe I've got his name wrong, but there's a guy in London that was famous for picking up like all the PlayStation consoles from Oxford Street Game or whatever it was. Um, the first one sold in, in the UK multiple times, and he was there for hours or days beforehand. That's a little bit 
mm. too much for me. Um, but yeah, getting yeah, there half an hour, thing. half an hour early with my phone and a brew. Yeah, I can I can chill for half an hour. That's fine. Jobs are good. And so yeah, I wouldn't be against going to pick one up. Um, that said, obviously slightly different world, COVID and this and the other. But yeah, we're ignoring that um, in like this sense. So yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be against going out and picking one up at launch. Uh, yeah, I see. I do like the fact that obviously we did have the opportunity to pre-order them this year. But is this is this an anomaly now? Are we are we going to see the next generation? Is it going to be like seventy five percent pre-order, twenty five percent day one? Like the reason I ask all of these these hypothetical questions is because I think this year has obviously moved the way on which we're going to try and buy stuff. I mean, the last time I got a PS four. I was day one, but again, it was through a very small pre-order that I got, and I can't even remember how I got it. it could, again, it could have been very that I ended up getting it from last time because no one thinks of going to very. Um, but again, this year I managed to get it, but it was a lot lower pre-order stock than it was going into the shop to go and pick it up. Um, so have times changed now where people don't want to be queuing up outside regardless of the time um, to be able to go and pick it up when you know at some point you can get it delivered. The pros and cons is, do you want to play it as for the first second that you're available to, or do you mind? Well, like you, yours turned up like three hours after mine um, for the pre-order, and then I think Hussam delivered Asim's at like fucking 10 o'clock in the morning, do you know what yeah. I mean? So the delivery I mean, times are obviously completely Asim's skewed. already 100% of them platinum Astrobot before mine's <laughs> even turned up. Fuck's sake! <laughs> um, I mean, the world has definitely moved on. Um, like, pre-ordering was was not a thing before like i remember like pre-orders uh for those for those that know jelly media and that know the uh, the management team at jelly media you may know mark and lee um um they are the founders of jelly media which is the company behind mm-hmm. ice cream uploads and they used to work together in game and they used to do pre-orders before pre-orders were a thing they were um yeah. like trendsetters in game so they used to go oh you want you want you want the new copy of Pez or Pro Evo or whatever game it was that they were, they were selling at that point? Put a quid down and we will get you uh, a stock reserved. And that was back in the day where the stores used to order how many units of the games that they would want. So they would say, um, HQ would say, okay, uh, how many copies of um, Pez do you want? Let's stick with Pez. Pez 5. Um, we, we've got the Bradford store. They want 20 copies. The central London store want 60 copies. How many do you guys in your Preston store want? And they were like, 150 copies. And like, you're never going to sell 150 copies. It's like, we've already sold 120 copies, so yeah. you get me the 150, and I bet we sell them. So, And that was because they put the one quid sort of deposit pre-order and stuff down. That was back in the day. It wasn't really heard of. You got cheeky little stores that did their own sort of in-store setup stuff. Didn't really happen. And obviously that became more and more prominent. It's still, I, I think it's fair to say it still wasn't properly in place for PS4. I mean, it was, it definitely was, but not not to the extent that it is now. We've got so much more aware of pre-ordering games and hardware as well. It used to be a case of, you'd, you'd have to go and pick it up in the shop because if you wanted to order it online, you'd have to wait until the stock was put live for purchase. So that's part of the reason for midnight launches. You couldn't pre-order it to get there for day one. You could yeah. buy it on day one, which meant you'd get it two, three, four days later, depending on postage. Um, so that's definitely a big shift towards it. I think that plus this year, COVID not having uh, the ability to go out and, and not people not wanting to go out, um, that will have put a lot more on it. Plus the fact that COVID and, and the the build-up to release on top of last year's um, issue, uh, last generation's issues with sales and stuff. I think that's just pushed a lot more people to do the land grab of shit. I know I can get it now. I will do that now, which is why everything just saw that instantly in pre-orders. Yeah. Uh, 
Gary Clark says, Cat! Legend! <laughs> yeah, she's on the windowsill. She'll make her way over it. And now she's just being a nosy bitch because she's heard someone outside. <laughs> uh, let me jump back through the chat because the chat has scrolled a little. Burp, excuse me. Um, uh, out of the 250,000 sold, uh, Asim says about 249,000 of those went to scalpers. Yes. Uh, and then resold on eBay. Well, pictures of them resold on eBay many, many times. Uh, Robo Daniel, welcome back. He says, I am very late. Hello, welcome in. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? How are you doing? Happy December. Um, da, da, da. Amazing from Sony, but my only issue with it is the fact that most of the, those numbers are for scalpers and just sitting there. Yep. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. James says, still sold, though. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. Uh, of course, yeah, but it still exactly. puts a red flag on its success regardless of how you look at it. Those numbers could be inflated because of scalpers and the hype surrounding the console. Uh, on a serious note, they would have definitely sold more in the UK if they had the units close to 400k. I reckon so. I absolutely reckon so. Um, there was a comment, was it in that article there, that said... The chances are the console that will sell the most by the end of the year. If you if you're asking which one's better, the PlayStation or the Xbox, green or blue, which which side of the console war are you on? Which one's the best? Which one will sell the most? Um, simply put, the one that will sell the most is the one that can sell the most. They will both sell out. Yes, one might sell more than the other, and yeah, it might be significant, like the last generation. But if PlayStation sold Xbox, outsold Xbox 2 to 1 in the last generation, but Xbox can get 2 to 1 in terms of consoles right now. The Xbox will outsell by the end of the year. It's simple supply and demand. There is so much demand and not enough supply. 250,000 is nowhere near the number uh, The number in terms of demand right now. Um, so, yeah, if I think they would have still sold. I think that 250k would have mm -hmm. definitely still sold, even without the scalpers. Um I think scalpers have added to the uh, supply and demand issue because obviously they've the, the demand stays the same, but the supply goes down, which means the market uh, can be skewed heavily by that. But yeah, I think Asim is probably more right in terms of closer to closer to half a million consoles. Um, if they could have had that level of production, I definitely think they'd have sold a lot more than they already have done, which has got to be a bittersweet thing. They are absolutely rolling in profit. But there must be a little bit of guilt, uh, not guilt, but just that, that niggling feeling in the back of your head saying, oh, we could have been absolutely rolling in dosh, like Scrooge yeah. McDuck, uh, like jumping off of ledges and just, well, not diving into <laughs> coins, just flatting on top of them because there's no way you'd be able to dive into coins. But there you yeah. go. Um, I'll give another hypothetical question. This is one that I think the chat might be able to throw their opinion in on as well. Do you think then that coronavirus did obviously play a big part in production of trying to get these consoles out um, and they have stopped at a certain amount so that they can try and build hype towards Christmas for another potential two because we already had a pre-release, don't forget, sorry, post-release. So there's been two waves of consoles that have been sent out with a third potentially scheduled to be this month as well. Do you reckon that was a place to try and stagger the release to try and build up more hype and drum up more hype? Or it is it was literally down to production value uh, due to production and not being able to get as many out as potentially wanted to. I mean, I don't have expert knowledge. All I do is have what I think maybe a logical uh, answer, but could be completely flawed. Um, I believe that they aren't trying to vault it in certain ways. I believe that they're just trying to spat out as much as they can. And the reason I say that is because we covered an article last year or earlier this year that. that um, detailed that a PS4 Pro can be manufactured in 30 seconds from start to finish across mm -hmm. the production line, 30 seconds. And you can tell by how often mine overheats. Nice. Um, <laughs> however, PS4 Pro, 30 seconds. PlayStation 
manufacturing was confirmed to have been shut down entirely for a number of weeks, uh, or maybe even months. Maybe was it might have been up to two months uh, when it all started kicking off. Um, uh, it being coronavirus, and obviously, um, when back in the days where Donald Trump was still getting away with calling it the China virus, because obviously that was the area that was massively impacted. A lot of production does come from China, um, so there was conversations about whether those items would be let into the US, whether the virus could live on services and things like that. In that sort of time period, all of the warehouses and factories and everything shut down. If a console can be, let's say it takes. 30 seconds to a minute. Let's say it takes a minute for a PS5. Bigger console, uh, twice as big, massive, huge. It looks like a house. It takes longer. Okay, 60 seconds. If that warehouse or that manufacturing plant is shut down for a week, that's a shit load of consoles mm -hmm. that are shut down. Shut it down for a month, two months, that's a lot missing. Um, so I think that could have a massive impact on it. But there's also the thing that how do they get them over? I'm. Um, this is where my assumptions are thrown in. Feel free to pick it apart if you if you have the facts. Um, I would say, okay, you have PlayStation's there, put in boxes. Boxes are put on pallets. Pallets are put in containers. Containers are stuck on cruise liners or whatever. And cruise liners have to go from one part geographically to the other part. So from China to, uh, I'm assuming it'll go straight into port in the UK, then it has to be uh, dropped off and then taken uh, to wherever areas uh, to put it into the uh, logistics chain to get it distributed and sent to their final destinations. That that journey in itself, there's a, I imagine they don't just have a constant string of ferries like buses, one after the, after the other. They just basically fill one up and then they book in the next one and they fill them one up. I imagine maybe. So maybe that's why we're getting them in batches i don't i don't know i don't know so that's where my thought process would be is they were behind and then now they're catching up and they're trying to just get as many out as fast as they can to get them moving mm -hmm. but i think it would be a mistake if you if you have a monopoly on a market then fair enough you can you can strangle uh your supply chain as much as you want but when there is another brand on the other side of the console wall, which is not a wall, by the way, it shouldn't be. Uh, if there is another brand competing in the same space, you would be foolish to limit your reach. So I don't think they are uh, throwing it out in batches like that. I think it's just a case of they're spitting it out as fast as they can, and it's not fast enough, which gives that impression. That's my thoughts on it. What do you guys think? What do you What do you think, Biff? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pass. <laughs> I, was, I was more interested in in comments. Uh, Asim's comment. Uh, not saying that yours wasn't interesting. I was just oh, a bit. My train of thought got thrown out the way. Thrown out the window because the console day, the console game was supposed to be dead. Fair enough. There was a lot of PC master race stuff over the last couple of years. I I genuinely thought that console gaming uh, that Sony and Microsoft may get into something else. Not in terms of bringing out a new console, but just finding different ways of trying to make gaming access very much like what microsoft's done with the game pass uh, with the game pass stuff though but pc gaming was supposed to be dead i've never i've never even considered that because for me pc gaming has always and still is the pinnacle when it comes to gaming and that isn't just a pc master race statement because my gaming pc is nowhere near as good as my playstation 5 now it's just pc gaming was always seen as the the best place to play video games and nine times out of ten it genuinely is and the only people that will tend to disagree with that are usually people who don't have gaming pcs um or never or no, never owned one or played games on for that instance but i mean having a console is accessible for everyone having a pc a gaming pc mine is isn't as good as it used to be because i haven't updated the parts in it so like my cpu is a little bit lagging behind now my graphics card is lagging behind 
but in terms of playing games, it actually is. So I would never have come to the conclusion that PC gaming was ever going to die. I mean, PC um, gaming is, I would say, is the healthiest it's ever been. Um, mm. I mean, there was arguments that console gaming could disappear because PC gaming is on the rise. PCs are becoming bigger, better, much more accessible. The idea of changing components out, PCs are more component-esque these days. Yeah. You can just buy uh, stuff that can plug and play much easier than it used to be in a, mil a million years ago. So console gaming is just a box. Surely you don't even need the box when the box can run on the PC. So we'll see PlayStation yeah. and, and Xbox moving to the PC. Um, so yeah, anyone that, that says these things are, are dying are people that are trying to think industry trends. We do like to see less things. We want more things, but less of it. We want to be able to do more things with less things utilized. We want convergence. Everything that we do but in one place. I want to be able to yeah. shop online. I want to be able to call my friends. I want to be able to send pictures. I want to be able to take photography and da 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 da. Oh, we have smartphones. All everything in one one place. The idea a million years ago was that's it. Consoles are going to die. Mobile phones now can give you video games. Why would you need a console? Um, I have a really good mobile phone in my hand. Yeah, ta da. Um, I also have a console that's going to piss all over it. And this is last generation. That's my PS4 Pro. I and mean, it will absolutely wipe the floor with my mobile phone uh, in terms of what I want from video games. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to see. As Asim says, yeah. it was an insanely good time to be a gamer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mobile gaming is incredible if it's what you want from gaming. Console friends, gaming yeah. is incredible if it's what you want from gaming, as is PC, as is Switch, as is in-browser Flash games, whatever you want for enjoyment. Do you know what? Sorry, not even, not even that. Cards. If you play cards, and that's where you get your enjoyment jobs. None of it is dead. Whenever, uh, as long as people want it, and people clearly still want it more than they've ever wanted yeah. it before, as the PS5 was the UK's biggest launch console ever. So, well, that's obviously why Nvidia brought out three different types of graphics cards. Do you want the biggest and best? That's eighteen hundred quid. Do you want an entry level? That's five hundred quid. Do you want something that toes the line in between? That's eight hundred quid. So there is more than enough options out there, PC wise. I know this is coming to like a PC, Xbox, PlayStation debate, but. I think nowadays, when it comes to PC gaming, it just is a lot more expensive, let's be honest. Like, even if you used to buy an entry-level graphics card, chances are you may have to update your CPU to get the best out of it. Then you have to add a stick of RAM to try and get the best out of that so it doesn't bottleneck. There's just a lot of other things that go on uh, around the PC gaming. But if you just want a console that you want to just plug into your TV and have at it, then that's absolutely the way for you to be able to go after it. See, what that says to me is that... Gaming in general is thriving, be that multiplayer or tangent single player, which leads into <laughs> our next article. Hey, uh, hey. Before we do jump into the next article, though, I just wanted to get the nice cheesy tangent in. I will jump back through the comments because there was quite a bit said. Um, uh, James, in response to Gary's comment, says, uh, Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. I was only joking. Uh, Sony won't care as, as it's money in their pockets, which is unfortunate for my god, the chat's disappearing. <laughs> uh, uh, which is unfortunate for us customers if scalpers hadn't have got them. I still think it would just be as great selling. Uh, James also said, I used to love midnight launches, worked a few, was fun. I would have done, uh, had I, I would have done, had I, had I been able to for the PS5. Yeah, I imagine a lot of people would have done. Um, if a shop was the only way to get it, yeah, I'd have gone to my local game, begrudgingly, <laughs> says yeah. Asim. Uh, I agree. I'm sure the sales would have been very high, close to what they are, but the scalper situation definitely changes things. Um, uh Oh, yeah, I agree with that. In the words of Sean Bean from Sharp, 
bastards. <laughs> all in all, uh, happy we live in an online world when it comes to this kind of thing. Pre-order an online, get on the day, forget queuing and shit. Yeah, I mean, that's the big thing for me is... Um, love that it's just obviously the system isn't built for the intensity that we have so if we can fix that yeah that'd be nice but yeah do you know what it's, it's, a, it's a nice problem to have it's a nice problem to have not for everyone but obviously casey dice thank you very much for the follow two minutes ago very much appreciate welcome into the stream um uh, 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 uh oh back oh there we go Cat, we're catching up now we're getting cat legend cat <laughs> yeah. The crazy thing is that the PS5 had more units at launch than the PS4, and console gaming is dead, apparently. I know. Imagine. Imagine. Uh, the global pandemic had to cause issues as, as the factories that were making them were closed for months in the summer. Uh, console gaming was supposed to be... Oh, we've done that one. We've done that one. Many companies had problems. Uh, Switch was suffering in the summer uh, as well. COVID has had a big impact. But it's Christmas. All companies always do hype and sell out, yeah. Uh, I don't know about mass marketing, but when I've gotten stuff from AliExpress, they ship pallet uh by pallet load uh, but they wait until each pallet reaches a minimum weight before it goes to cut the cost that way the shipping times have been uh have such a big window to them yeah 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 that's true um afternoon chaps which is what bibs shouted out welcome into a shouts things dude are you are you good are you good uh daniel says gaming is bigger than the other entertainment formats combined absolutely yep. huge huge um people who aren't into gaming though will never ever ever accept that you try to tell that to someone in your family that doesn't play video games. They're like, nah, surely TV and media. Going to the cinema, surely that brings in more money. It's like, nope. I love how ignorant those statements are. Yeah, but you can go to the cinema and and you can enjoy a film there with your friends. friends. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you can go to the cinema, sit in a seat that's not your own, that's not moulded to your own ass crescents. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pay you seven... can't walk to your own fridge and get yeah. yourself a snack. <laughs> Pay seven quid for that one drink of Coke that's 98% water, by the way. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me how good that is while I sit there in the comfort of my own butt grooves playing with my friends, more of them than the one that you're going to the cinema with because they're all just sat home and accessing everything together. Yeah, running crews or playing squads or, or whatever. Yeah, tell me how good that experience is and your very shallow uh small-mindedness is yeah tell me more tell me more kermit meme kermit <laughs> meme um think pc gaming uh, wasn't great for a while because nothing really happened in the past and all of a sudden things have massively accelerated and made gaming more exciting again uh on pc console gaming will never die i don't think do you know i think i agree with it with some of that i, I yeah pc gaming was always exceptional for pc gamers um pc gaming has been made more accessible so so people don't need to be IT professionals to understand how good and how accessible and how much you can get from PC gaming. It's it's there's a much easier entry point into PC gaming. And not even entry point, entry route or maybe that's yeah. not even the right right phrase. You used to have to lower not uh, know a lot more to be a PC gamer in the past than you do now. Um I mean that's not even factoring in custom builds and getting people to pre-build uh, custom PCs and things like that, which makes it even better, even still. But yeah, you can. It's it's so much easier now, and the fact that things like, as Bibi mentioned, um, you're getting Nvidia and AMD having their own conferences about their hardware yeah. and things like that, to the scale of of the PlayStation conference and the Xbox conference, that didn't used to happen. Um, which means there's more marketing as well. Is it being um, an easier option for people to jump in? They're they're different barriers for entry that have been taken away. Awareness easier opt-in jobs are gone. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, yeah, this was what I was referring to. PC gaming was seen as stagnant for a bit, but man, it's booming again. Last few years, great. Future looks incredible. Exactly. No worries, lad. Thanks, dude. Um, uh, yep. 
uh, yet narrow-minded people still see it as for kids. Um, uh, what? Well, yeah, gaming. Yeah, absolutely. It's for, it's for the children and and people that have bad health and sit in the mum's basements and they're never going to get a real job. That's all it's for. Yeah. All right. All right, mate. Yeah. All right, nice one. Um, I build a PC over getting a PS5. PS5 definitely would have been cheaper. Um, and that's it. I mean, there's there's positives and negatives for both yeah. of them. Absolutely, both of them completely. Um, not completely interchangeable, but very similar and very different at the same time. Um, I recommend the book. Sorry, so I've just I've got I've only got three more comments to jump through, and then we're all caught up again. So Daniel yeah. says I recommend the book. Why we played? Do you have a link? Drop a link. Drop a link. Um, I I can't wait. Uh, I'll be upgrading mine when I can. CPU is like six years old. Uh, this coming gen for console and PCs in the coming years is just going to be immense. I mean, I just want thirty eighty. I mean, I've, I've only got an i seven eight seven hundred, but I just want thirty eighty because. Uh, uh, amen. Uh, PS5 Xbox shipments restocks are going to be a nightmare post Brexit. I've got a shipment full of stock that's still stuck on a boat in Southampton waiting to clear customers. It's been there for weeks. Ugh, nightmare. Nightmare. Anyway, sorry, what were you saying, babe? Uh, just saying that if, um, if you can swing the money, then absolutely PC gaming is the way to it. If you used to buy the entry level, uh, sorry, the medium, medium stuff, uh, what's that, 700 quid, I think it was for the NVIDIA one. Uh, and obviously, if you've got an up-to-date CPU and your RAM and everything else can take it and it's compatible, then it, I I would always go for the, the graphics card. But, I mean, a lot of my friends still play PlayStation. So when I'm playing on PC, chances are I'm usually playing on my own. It's it's just games that I've just got in my Steam library that I'm just whacking my way through. Um, but when it comes to playing on my PlayStation, I'm usually playing a multiplayer game of sorts, whether or not it be Fortnite, Pro Evo, or whatever multiplayer COD game it is at the time. Um, so it all depends on what your preference is. And that's what video games has always come down to. Were you a, a SNES guy or was you a Mega Drive guy? Was you a Sega Saturn guy or was you a Dreamcast guy? Was you a, it's it's always been that way. Um, so it's just whatever you can either A, afford or B, did want to get out of it, whether or not it's multiplayer, single player or the, the exclusives that come with the console. Uh, just opened up the link from uh, Daniel. Uh, why are we playing Anthropological Study? I might give that a look over. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Um, okay, I'm going to jump forward because we are uh, overrunning a little now. So I'll jump into the article that I did tease uh, briefly. Uh, I'll take this question down now and then bring that one. Okay, see Dyson swoosh with the follows as well. Legends. Hey. I mean, I did shout at Dice. I didn't notice swoosh though, so GG's, dude. Thank you very much. Um... This article, though, written by Tom Ivan at VGC, says leaked PlayStation research suggests that single player is thriving. PS4 users regularly spend more time playing offline than online. Uh, internal Sony Interactive Entertainment documentation distributed to developers in 2019 suggested PS4 users regularly spent more time playing offline than online. I can certainly say that definitely wasn't the case for me. Um, but single player is thriving, Sony said in a presentation obtained by Vice, which shines some light on the platform holder's ongoing commitment to story-based games. I just want to caveat, actually. I said I definitely played more time online than offline, but I still definitely have a lot of time single player. Um, uh, jumping back in then. However, research conducted by Sony also highlighted several issues to it, its players encountered with single-player games, findings which appear to have been influential in the creation of PlayStation 5's new activities feature. Sony listed four key problems players reported experiencing. Uh, they were not knowing how long they needed uh, they need to achieve in-game goals, the amount of time it takes to locate solutions in online help videos, how to engage socially without encountering spoilers and forgetting what they were doing the last time they played and struggling to re-engage. See, the last one is the biggest issue for me there. Um, 
just going to branch off for just a second. Um, I'm currently playing through Star Wars, you know, Spider-Man uh, <laughs> Remastered. The last game I played was Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, the last single-player mm. game I played. No, I didn't. I actually played Resident Evil after that as well. Um, but that's the last one that comes to mind with this because I stopped playing for about two weeks and I was like, oh, shit, what, what was I up with? And then I had to jump back into it and kind of thing. Um there and, and actually another example mafia me and daniela have been playing through mafia on stream uh, when we've had time in and amongst other things and that was that was the one that was always an issue for me it's like oh what, what did i do and the worst thing is when i'm streaming i can't multitask so when i'm on stream um trying to remember what i've done in the previous stream can be quite difficult uh so i i'm, I'm often talking to talking to the stream whilst playing the game loving it life and uh, but just not absorbing the information just washing over me and it's gone so i can't remember what i'm up to so i'm having yeah. to reread what i'm doing before i go into it so that's that's good to see that they've uh, picked up on that anyway jumping back in uh, stony says ps5's activities features has been designed to remove barriers to gameplay it um it enables users to jump straight into specific levels or challenges suggest how long these will take to complete and offers in uh, hints about how to progress when stuck all without leading the uh, needing to leave the game playstation boss jim ryan said in june 2019 that the company would never walk away from story-based first-party games do you know what we can pause that there that's fine we wouldn't expect a company that has god of war ragnarok on the horizon uh, and horizon forbidden west on the horizon to ever yeah. walk away from uh sorry based games it's kind of kind of a no-brainer but believe it or not single player games are thriving would you have thought mm -hmm. that a bit uh yes i would actually uh, this is something that we've talked about quite a few times this year i love the fact that we're starting to come full circle now i think i don't want to say multiplayer games have reached its absolute peak um it just seems to be all regurgitated shite. Like, we're getting the same kind of Battle Royale games. There is no Battle Royale games that are coming out that are changing the way that people play them. It's the same with multiplayer games. When you go into a multiplayer COD game, you're faced with the same options that you was 15, 16 years ago. And there's nothing that's really pushing the envelope about how we play multiplayer games, which makes me think that people are starting to not get bored of them, but just looking for something else. Now, with the games that we've had recently over the years, first-player experiences, where either it would be a beloved franchise like Star Wars or something like Days Gone, Spider-Man, uh, not the new Marvel game, because obviously that was absolutely fucking toilet. Um, just but just yep. new new experiences that people can get involved in. The, the best games are the ones that make you feel like you're watching it and playing it rather than just being talked to. That said, there is definitely a place in the video game realm for games like The Last Hope uh, or um, Until Dawn and games like that. The Walking Dead series, the Telltale stuff, there was always places for those games, which get, which are games I absolutely adore. However, it, getting involved in experiences, like at the moment I'm playing Days Gone, I really can't put it... I had to go to bed last night early because I stayed up the previous three nights playing it so stupid <laughs> in the morning. But I just don't ever want to put the pad down when I'm playing it. And I think that's what people are starting to crave now. Games like Astrobot that's just come out, that's changed the way that we play platformers with this new DualSense controller. Those so, are all experiences yeah. that people want. I, and would, I think I would never jump back in and, and finish off the last... Uh, 100% Astrobot after finishing it, ever. And I did. <laughs> I was like, go on, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's jump in. I mean, partially that was because Spider-Man Remastered was installing and I needed something yeah. to do, but I could have jumped on and played some PUBG while it was installing. Mm -hmm. But instead I thought... I've done my daily missions. I might as well just, yeah, let's finish that. So I jumped in, finished that, and then played some Spider-Man anyway. Um, uh, 
jumping through the chat, I see a lot of mixed messages. Loads of people have PCs, some have PlayStations. So we do have quite a mixed audience, which is good. We like we like the fact that we have a, a numerous voices. We don't mm-hmm. we don't want everyone just to be we are an Xbox channel or we are a PC Master Race channel. We play games, and it doesn't matter where from or how. I mean, if you if you play your games, that's fine. I'll play my games, that's fine. If it's the same, wonderful. If it's different, also wonderful. I also want to shout out Wicked Slippers as well, because that is a name and a half. Thank you very much for the follow. <laughs> Wicked Slippers, I absolutely love that. <laughs> uh, is, I mean, uh, do you know what? To be fair, I mean, I'm sat here with my pyjama pants on and some Wicked Slippers. So, yes, nice, <laughs> nice. Previous Christmas present, Wicked Slippers. I mean, would never uh, recommend spending my own money on Ugg slippers for myself, but Daniel bought me them as a present, so I didn't have to spend the money. And they are the best slippers that I have ever put my feet inside ever. So there you go. Expensive, but my god, easy Dobson. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's, there's a number of comments about PlayStation having some strong uh, single player games. Uh, Swoosh mentions The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many strong single player games. Um, doesn't surprise me that it is thriving. There, I mean, there has been some advances in terms of multiplayer. Baby mentioned multiplayer previously, like in terms of. It's, it, people are looking for different experiences. I mean, we have had some huge stuff over the last few years. The battle royale genre is a completely different idea of multiplayers, and then, and then having the re rise of party games this year in particular with with Fall Guys and and Among Us, uh, which is more I'd say more of a social game than a party game. But the idea, you know, what I'm getting at. So the yeah. multiplayer definitely offers stuff, but people always want different experiences and. <laughs> Technically, you are restricted to certain things that you can do with multiplayer. Or, if not technically, at least imaginatively. Someone just needs to create a mental concept that we can play out through consoles, which is easier said than done. So that's the reason why a lot of games play the same sort of way. Single player allows you to just play the same sort of way, but the whole narrative around it is different, which gives you a completely different experience. So there will absolutely continue to be um, a life for single player games. Yes, a lot of streamers that you watch might be competitive gamers. Yes, they might play multiplayer games because they are, I don't know, live service or continued service games or something that they can have as their bread and butter game that they can play continuously, day in, day mm-hmm. out, eight hours a day. Yeah, single player necessarily doesn't necessarily live into that for one game. So it's a very, it's an echo chamber comment, particularly from people that digest content from content creators i know there is a yeah. sense of irony in me saying that while we're streaming live on twitch uh, i know um but yeah content creator audiences tend to buy into a game and that's usually if, if someone is playing one game particularly over and over again they're not a variety streamer the chances are that's not a single player game um so that is where a lot of that conversation comes from but but we know from the wider market that single player still has a lot a long shelf life left you see i love robo's comment there is it robo or robo I guess it is Robo. It's got to be on it. I, I read it as Robo. I've never actually... Yeah. Uh, I, I could have been wrong from day one, but I read it as Robo. <laughs> I imagine, well, he hasn't corrected us, so he's got to be that on it. I imagine he's sat there in a full uh, like steel suit. Like like, <laughs> like Robocop. Yeah, exactly. But but Daniel in the end. <laughs> Robo. There we go. There we go. Uh, I love his comment. It needs to be more online co-op games. That, for me is the pinnacle. Forget about the multiplayer stuff. Forget about team deathmatch. Forget about domination. Forget about battle royale. I want to play more games with my friends in a in a storyline driven stuff like I know this is going to tear a lot of people up but something like Far Cry uh like I seen I seen actually Asim said that he was playing through Halo with Barry 
uh, the Midnight Kid, for those of you that don't know him. Um, that that kind of stuff. So we get in the storyline experience, but we get a way out that came out. Yeah, Everyone absolutely loved that, but I've, I don't think it was long enough. I've never played it, and I, I, I w- would love to play that game. I've never played it yet, but the, the concept, the idea of that, of having two people, different places, mm-hmm. playing together to push the story along, love that. I mean, helps that the guy that, that sold that in that, is it in the A conference it was? I think it's Joseph farrier or whatever his name is the guy that's got all the all the personality in the world i mean he did a really good job selling it anyway but the game looked incredible yeah i love that idea yeah. i mean i am definitely on board for that i mean when we play pez uh exactly i was what, the next the next one that i was gonna say and i don't even mean master league like when we play pez am i am i should we have a game against each other and i've done that a million times i know that i play against someone i win yay or they win boo okay fine i like the idea of playing cooperatively like if, if me and bib play well together online not even in master of the league play my club and we school someone that feels so much better knowing that you've read someone else's moves you've played shit out yourself but you've played good at understanding someone else's game as well i love that yeah. feeling much much more I, that's why i always jump into does anyone want to play my club co-op no no okay well, i'll play someone <laughs> yeah. else instead that's that's the thing though, isn't it? Like I, I've said it many times while we've been in playing um, Pez Master League, but that is the best Master League experience that I've had in a long time, probably since MLO days. MLO was probably the peak, like, and it was Master League Online, so you're kind of getting the best of both worlds. But I haven't enjoyed a, a solid Master League in God knows how long. I think Become a Legend 2010 was the last time I probably enjoyed a single-player football game experience. That said, obviously, the journey was okay. And the Volta campaign stuff was okay. But still, having a game like A Way Out or Far Cry, which is obviously near and dear to how I... If we could play Resident Evil in a co-op situation as Leon and Claire, that would literally blow my tits off and my head simultaneously. That would be amazing. Let's but let's figure that out. I mean, just just for the clip, <laughs> yeah. someone get Capcom on the phone. We, we, I tell you, we've got the best clip that Twitch has ever seen. Waiting, we just need you to do one thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll pick up the pace now. Then. Rolling back up. I think PCs are now amazing. Says Steel Bonsai. What they can do, and yes, I would. Uh, love to have one for other purposes. I currently use an old laptop for the things I do, but even if I had a decent PC, I don't think I could then just stop playing on consoles. It's all I've ever known. I mean, you don't, you, no, you don't even need to. There's, it's only these separatists that believe that you need to. Console is a different thing to PC. Absolutely get both. Uh, yeah. If you can, if you can't, you can't, obviously. But if you can, and, and it's it's an opportunity, then they do different things. One doesn't replace the other. Um, it can do in some respects, but not entirely. Um, um Single-player games, I think, will be even better, says James. PS4 had some great ones, and this and it's going to continue. Multiplayer games, whilst fun, can get a bit boring, and it's so oversaturated. Um, uh, scrolling down... Uh, I was on the PS Store the other day and noticed that there is a Family Feud, Family Fortunes for us UK peeps uh, game. No Les Dennis, though. Ooh, well, not interested. No Les Dennis. <laughs> no Les, no party. Uh... I imagine, I'd imagine companies don't want to take risks with so much money on the line. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a big part of a lot of video game decisions. Is how can we make more money and how can we stop um, ourselves from potentially losing money? Um, so yeah, you you, you 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 tread the the beaten path, which which is a shame yeah. for a lot of companies. It's it's often often something indie-ish <coughs> that that treads new path, which then. Um, the world picks up. So Battle Royale was it was a was a community activation that was then picked up and before the world took over it. Um, multiplayer 
in Goldeneye was a staff decision that they kind of put in the game without it. I don't know. It was it was it was like they were working on their lunch times and it kind of just got shoehorned into the game and, and just changed the world of video gaming. So yeah, it's often often not the main story that changes the world for the future. Um, I find it tougher to watch single player game on Twitch. Multiplayer is an easy watch. Do you know? I do agree with that as well. Wicked Slippers. I think. Um, I, I, I PUBG is what I watch mostly on Twitch because PUBG is it's like an episode. Every game yeah. of PUBG is a single episode. It's either going to be a five minute episode where someone dies, or it's going to be a thirty five minute episode where someone goes against the odds, gets all the best loot in the world, turns into a tank early on, and just murders everyone, or someone is literally running through the game with just a spatula. And it's like, okay, you're going to get wrecked. Finds a packet of chewing gum, manages to put it all together, and all of a sudden they've got enough to just kill the one last person in the game. It's, it's all a story. Where a single player, you are delivering a story and working through it. But you either, for me, the issues for me are, I've not played it, so I don't want to watch it. Or I have played it, so I know what you're going to do. So uh, why do I need to watch it? Or I could watch something else instead. So yeah, that's that's my... I don't tend to watch much single-player content. I do watch more multiplayer yeah. content, absolutely. Um, would, lo- would love more co-op games as long as it's not The Division 3. <laughs> I yeah. think both are great and I enjoy doing both. I do too. Uh, but definitely multiplayer games and streams are more fun to play and watch. Co-op Master League would be awesome. Two players, two teams existing in the same world competing against each other like Football Manager Online. Yes, please. Make it happen, yes. Swoosh. You've said it now. If you don't make it happen, you're having words, mate. Uh, I've enjoyed... Online is amazing. The, 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 the logic. I mean, having having two teams where you can choose to sell each other and you can snipe players that the other ones are going for and, and all of that sort of like tactic stuff. Yes, please. Yeah. Um... I've enjoyed co-op games with my kids like Overcooked, uh, Moving Out, etc. Overcooked is a world-class game. It is genuinely incredible. It's a divorce material. It is. But absolutely. it is. A... <laughs> uh, much prefer a great single story-driven game than online multiplayer for the most part. Only exception is Warzone with the lads. That said, wouldn't mind a story-driven co-op experience. Yeah. All of them, please. All of them, please. Um, okay, one final story. Uh, as mentioned, we have spoken a lot about PlayStation throughout this episode. I said that there was a little bit of a caveat for the green side of the console war towards the end. Uh, and that is this, as Xbox Series S and X is better at playing PS2 games than the PS5. Uh, this is written by Don Pepe at VG247. It says, retro gaming enthusiasts are managing to get PlayStation 2 games up and running on Microsoft's Xbox Series S and X by using some tricks inside the SNX's built-in developer mode. Games are managing to emulate PS2 titles on the new tech and emulate them well. Uh, the emulation scene on the new Xbox hardware has been progressing steadily since the consoles launched earlier in November. And now creators like Modern Vintage Gamer, uh, video is embedded yeah. below, although it actually isn't because you know cookies and that uh, are showing off uh, just how well the new Xbox systems can run legacy titles. Do you want to drop the link into the video in the chat? Yeah. Give me uh, a sec. Uh, the video above, which Bibi will be dropping to the chat for those that do want this, um, shows off the likes of God of War, Shadow of the Colossus, God Hand, and more working via Xbox Series S. Though there are some occasional bugs, for the most part, the titles run smoothly and are emulated without serious visible issues. This is all thanks to developer mode, a feature that can be enabled on the Xbox Series S hardware. Uh, once the mode has been enabled, players can run Retro Arch simulation with excellent performance, according to YouTuber Modern Vintage Gamer. Retro Arch is a free open source and cross-platform emulator that allows games to be played outside their native platforms for what it's worth uh, as one user on gaming forum reset era notes ps5 can't play these games but the xbox consoles can lol 
<laughs> in, th- <laughs> in theory, the emulator will also be able to play P- uh, PlayStation, PSP, and a few Nintendo titles too. If you're keen on trying something like this yourself, the YouTuber links to a guide that allows you to set up your Xbox Series S or X in developer mode and provides more insight into how the process works over on their channel. Just be aware that running emulation software on the hardware may be contrary to some of Microsoft's terms and agreements, so try this at your own risk, which is pretty big caveat to put right at the end, but uh, we appreciate it nonetheless. Uh, there is, I mean, I do appreciate the sense of irony that that the Xbox Series S and X can play PS2 games, but the PS5 can't. Uh, lol, mm-hmm. lol, lol, lol. Um, let's all laugh and point. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, it would not change anything for me. I'm not going to be playing many PS2 games anyway. I mean, apart from, you know, Metal Gear Solid 3 when I come back to playing that at some point. But uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as someone that plays more retro games than me, Bib, thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've watched MVG's videos for what feels like an absolute eternity. His, his videos are always a full-on deep dive. Is someone who used to work at Microsoft way back in the day, so he knows all about how the software uh, can work and its limitations. With his, He did two videos leading up to this one, uh, telling you about how you can get into the back-end using developer mode uh, and what's available to you. Now, this obviously article it won't go into depth because they want you to watch the video, but it's not as easy as what is what's been written and made out in this article. Obviously, you have to get the developer mode, which I think you have to pay four pound for uh, to have access to it, and then you can put in stuff like RetroArch that will then give you the cores to be able to run and play these games. A lot of them are still heavily under developer uh, development, so they won't run necessarily necessarily at thirty or sixty frames because obviously it relies on the CPU and getting the most out of that. That CPU does have a limit on it when you're in developer mode so it won't give you the full power however he said using if you was to buy buy an xbox series x for 300 pounds uh sorry 300 which is 250 pounds for us i think it was uh for the limited one it is the best way to be able to play retro games at this moment in time for the price that you're paying like you the the amount of uh capabilities that this has straight out of the box two weeks after launch is unrivaled like you can't even do most of the stuff on an nvidia shield the way that the performance is coming out of this console that said it is only two weeks since launch so there is still a hell of a lot of development in a year's time in a year from now if you have one of these and it is the way that you want to be able to play and capture uh any kind of old retro video games whether that be playstation 1 2 dreamcast uh sega saturn any of these this will be the best way now it did put in a lot of different games in there for you to be able to test and a few of them were a little bit ropey like the gameplay might be 56 frames but the audio would be out of sync so if you are interested in retro video games then i 110 percent want you to watch this video because it will give you a very very good idea of where we're going to be going in the future especially if you are into trying to capture ps2 games if you want to stream your old master league stuff without the use of using your pc as an emulator then this is this could be the way for you yeah absolutely absolutely the the big note at the end though obviously is something to take on board if you are looking to do that look into microsoft's uh terms and agreements because you don't want to either break your console or get your accounts blocked or whatever it could be a good way uh going forward though i mean obviously you can stream emulated games on twitch providing you own the license to them uh, so say if yeah. i have pairs 5 for the ps2 which i do but i don't have a ps2 to be able to play on which i don't hear it's at my mum's house but i'll be able i have an emulated version i can stream the emulated version 
because I own the license with that way. Twitch are happy enough with that in the fact that you're not just ripping the video game off. That's fine. That's fine. Um, but obviously, this would be fine from that perspective as long as Microsoft are keen with it. So make sure you do your due diligence yeah. if it is something you've got to be looking into as well. Also, got to be careful uh, unlocking the, the FPS in older games as a lot of it's tied to frame rates. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I got a PC to play PS6 to start streaming again, and now we found out the Xbox Series X is doing it. <laughs> Unlucky! <laughs> Unlucky! Uh, but there you go. Um, do you know what? All that news about the PS5 show. throughout the show, and it turns out that the Xbox is better than the PS5 at playing PS2 games. Stealing it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I've seen another video of his where the Dreamcast was modded to be a dev kit for the PS2. I think it was... Uh, and loads of indie developers used them because it was cheaper than getting multiple official dev kits. Interesting. Interesting. See, I love, mm. I love how creative people are. I mean, I'm here still struggling to... Uh, put a pencil onto a piece of paper and just write the date without getting the year wrong. I mean, I don't even know what year. Nobody, I mean, this year it's fine for getting the, the, year, the year wrong. I mean, you remember the year. Nobody knows what month or day it is. So, yeah. Anyway, speaking about nobody knowing what month or day it is, uh, yeah, well, that's, that's pretty much it. If you don't know what month or day it is, it's around December the 1st, and we will be back on December the 2nd with more content. But we are going to wrap things up for today um a little bit of a pointer for the rest of the week we stream each and every single weekday at 10 a.m ish on twitch.tv forward slash floods. we will be back tomorrow uh following yeah, that we will have our pez modded master league series that's an, uh, an episode on pez 2020 that we played with a fully modded master league on pc um because console is, is a dead gaming platform obviously that's why we play on <laughs> <laughs> now we play on pc because it is modded uh, with new stadiums new kits and all sorts of things so we will have that episode tomorrow on thursday um we usually have the scoop followed by PUBG. There will be no PUBG following the scoop. Uh, and there will be no scoop, although Bibby might have some content in the morning because Thursday yeah. is my birthday, so I will be AFK um, yeah. for the day, getting absolutely massive, eating all the things. <laughs> um, yeah, on Thursday, we absolutely will be doing a scoop. It won't be as long as this. Like Usually, we have a, like an Today is kind of an anomaly. We've run over nearly two, well, an hour and 40 minutes, but I will definitely, at 10 a.m. on Thursday, be doing some sort of scoop. It may only be half an hour and just running through a few news articles that I've found, but just to keep the spot hot and to give you carry uh, and give you guys some video game news that I know you're all here to see, it will still be happening on Friday, uh, Thursday and Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Chapa says, happy birthday for Thursday, Judo. Thank you very much, dude. And Wicked Slipper says, happy birthday for Thursday. Much, much appreciated. Um, Wicked Slippers also says, does the show go on a podcatcher? Um, well, it's funny you should say that. Uh, we do you know actually before i steal thunder and stuff i will allow uh bibby to to finish his closing comments is there anything you want to throw in bib yeah if you do see any video game news knocking around the social form of your choice there is two ways that you can find us first of all it's at ice cream uploads across all major social media platforms second place get into our discord there is a little place in there for you called the scoop all we need is the url uh, to the article, add your first impressions. We will then give you our first impressions on the very next show, which will be at what time tomorrow, Mr. Graham Day? 10 a.m. Big ish. Ish. It got 11 today. Yeah. So. Ish. Ish. Um, <laughs> obviously, if you're following, you'll get notified when we go live anyway. But we do turn this into a podcast. We put it out on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud and Google Play if you want the audio podcasts. It does get uploaded to YouTube as well a little bit later on the day, so if you want to see the full video from start to finish, it will be on YouTube there. So hopefully that answers the question that you've got. Chappers does have a question, though. It says, guest host, Bib, question mark? Hmm. 
It's something that I'll think about. It's something that I'll think about. We'll uh, see. Yeah, I don't even know if we... Are you set up for guest hosts on your on your end? I don't know if we've actually got that in place. No, it probably will just be. It might be <laughs> something that I'll end up tweaking tonight or tomorrow. Um, but who knows? Who well, knows? We can have a conversation on that anyway. I, I probably need to export yeah. all of my scenes and send that over to you anyway so you've got all the bits. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. On that bombshell, thank you very much, everyone, for joining us and for the birthday messages. I appreciate that very much. We will be back at 10 a.m.-ish in the morning with the next episode of The Scoop. Until then, have yourselves a fantastic day. And in ice-creamy fashion, stay frosty.